Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jake. I was just letting you guys know that we had some technical issues while the boys were streaming this episode, so um, I had to make some cuts for the podcast version. Um, I tried to make them a little obvious so that way you guys wouldn't get confused uh, when it happened, but I just wanted to let everybody know beforehand, so yeah, the internet sucks sometimes. Peace. We have coming later this month, Shocktober Volume 3 with Felix Biederman and Chris James. Uh, and Brian as well. So if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash treefire radio. Uh, it is going to be monumental to say the least. And there's lots of things to talk about and, and plenty going on in that world. Uh, we are the number one anarcho comedy radio show in any station across the nation. How's it going, Brian? Hi. How you doing? I don't know what's wrong with my they don't tell you this when you you go to, when you drop out of school to become a podcaster. No one's gonna tell you that this shit doesn't fucking work. Uh, I was talking to Leslie. He wanted. He was like, I saw a late message from Leslie. He was like, Hey, watch Evangelion and, and come on the stream and talk about it. And I was like, Oh man, sorry, I missed it. And he was like, Oh, it fucking shit the bed, and we couldn't get anything done. It's like, Yeah, it sounds like the internet. It sounds like live streaming to me. It shit happens, man. That is the way the internet works. That's how live streaming works. I am not looking at the chat tonight because I am not looking at the internet tonight. I am just going to do what we're doing on this show. And I'm going to go in my bedroom and I'm going to watch wrestling. And uh, I don't want to be spoiled by anybody. You waiting for that Omega Danielson match? Yep. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm waiting for all the matches. I am uh, amped about every single one of the matches. So as soon as I get done with this, pop into the other room and uh, watch a little bit of the wrestling. Been waiting for this one. Been waiting. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm um, you know, I am. Uh, it rained today and it sucked. I went and walked in the rain and got soaking wet and cold but i did my walk so i felt accomplished and then when i got home earlier than usual right around 3 30 4 o'clock i said i don't even I don't really know what to do with myself and uh my wife was like i got something you can do go get an oil change <laughs> <laughs> We're solving the oil change problem once again and uh, didn't really need an oil change. I don't think I don't know how many miles we were. So I guess, you know, I didn't really know if we needed an oil change, but they accidentally hit the trip button and it showed the oil life, oil life light. And it said 15%. And they assumed that the car was going to explode or stop running. So they sent me to get an oil change. And I went and waited for two hours at the oil change place. At least it was one of the ones where you can sit in your car. I just, oh, uh, I don't know. I'd prefer to go watch um, Jerry Springer or Steve Wilco or old Ricky Lakes or something. I prefer to watch some trash TV, something I've never seen before. Bethany, any of the daytime TV. That's the best part about getting an oil change. Oh, no, I like sitting. I go to a place where I just sit in a car the whole time and, and let the men do the work. And uh, I don't get up and get out. And uh, they make me open my door seven times or whatever. But what are you going to do? You know, it's it, the oil change is done. 
uh, I got the expensive oil this time because okay. you know, they're always telling you like, you know, you should get the expensive oil. So I got the fucking expensive oil. You know what happens? They slap a sticker on the car. It's 3000 miles till the next oil change, which is what it is with the cheap oil. Should have just got the cheap oil. That was stupid. That was like buying premium fuel. And uh, I would never buy premium fuel either. I think you're incorrect about that one. But um, yeah, I mean, it leaves less, leaves less dirt and uh, corrosion and grime behind. Oh, okay. Well, then I made a smart You definitely can do 5K. You can absolutely do 5K. Some of them, I mean, most of them, you can go to 7,500 these days, especially on a full synthetic. If my car makes anything if an indicator light comes on in my car i automatically get sent to the oil change place and there's nothing i can say that will change the oil change place that i am going to have to go there so that's what i did today that's my uh, that was uh uh it was fine you know they did it you know they do it pretty fast I, uh, uh, the guy in front of me in line, they were having trouble with his car. And so that added to the time I had to wait, but I gotta say, these guys are fast as hell in there, man. It was, I think 20 minutes once I got through the, uh, uh, door, you know, once I got in there and in the bay, uh, 20 minutes tops. And then I was fucking out of there so i was pretty impressed with their speed i will say that I'm not going to do yeah. it not their management of the line though <clears throat> no they 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 kind of i don't know what happened there the line is just it's like pulling into a garage so they can't really do extra stuff but they did make me read them my mileage four times and make me open my door so they could do the VIN four times and ask for all my information four times. Four oh. different people came to my car and asked me this information four different times. And I was just uh, uh, not that I was a little annoyed by, but I just let it go. I just kept giving them the information. You know, if they want the information, they can have. It. Sounds extremely thorough. They really cared about, you know, getting it right, you know. They just fucked it up a bunch of times is all it is. They, the one guy would put it in and then the other guy didn't know that they put it in. And then another guy didn't know. And they just had a, a procession of people that kept checking on me. So I did learn how to turn my air pressure light off. So uh, uh, for the tires. So that was pretty nice because that thing's been on since we bought the car. You, no matter how the tires are full uh-huh. and just... Uh, saw a button that had that same picture on it and i just pressed it until it went away and it made me feel real good to get rid of all the indicator lights i got a tip for you on that one off the show i'm not going to do an ad either for that okay all right um Um, so i to me this is uh my get covid week still uh so i went to megadeth on monday uh and went to dave and busters today Got so many fucking jackpots. Hyper Pitch, Gridiron, Mega Stacker, Zombie. The Harpoon game. The Harpoon game where there's like a fucking treasure chest in the middle and there's a jellyfish. I got that one for the first time ever. It was a very fruitful day. 
Uh, and then tomorrow is Thursday and taking back Sunday. So this will this will be my my most gambling rambling time uh, in in Virus Town. But I'm telling you, man, these concerts are so fucking low energy. Like I was popping off, but people are really not trying to uh, mosh or push each other or get too cozy. And the and the ticket sales just aren't there. So there's there's enough room for people. There's enough elbow room, which is nice. I guess people like tomorrow. that. Could be you're at a club tomorrow, though. You were at an arena. On yeah. So the last time I was in an arena was that corn show and nobody was doing shit. And that was before COVID. Yeah, uh, maybe you're right. Yeah, just because it was like it was like a heavy metal show. Lamb of God was playing and there was fireballs that were probably 10, 12 feet high. And they're screaming like walk with me in hell. And people are just like standing there with their arms at their fucking sides. And I'm getting whiplash. Yeah. People don't know what to do anymore. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure things will stabilize once we stop seeing constantly how everything we do is going to kill us, <laughs> which I guess we might never see. Actually. No, we'll be out of it. It's just longer than expected. I planned all this stuff way earlier in time. And uh, now I'm like kind of holding back. I'm going to definitely be more choosy about the stuff that I do. Um, but this week was kind of just this, I planned all this like back in fucking May or April when I was like needing something to hang on to some hope. The mega death. Oh, I'm well back when they were like, yeah, they got all these vaccines. Everything's working out great. Now they're like, I don't know. I mean, someday maybe yeah. things can be normal again. <laughs> Um, and then Dave Mustaine, uh, Megadeth was like, man, they played, did play trust, which I loved, but, um, the vocals were so bad. And I know he had like throat cancer and everything. So that probably has something to do with it, but it was basically just a huge sing along. And it felt really good because every time I tell somebody I like Megadeth, like everybody else gangs up on me on how much the voice fucking sucks. So it felt amazing to be an arena full of people singing sweating bullets enthusiastically and at the top of their lungs it was the shit doing dave mustaine voice when you sing it at the top I, of your I, lungs, you do dave mustaine voice i do it to my yeah I, I think you have i do yeah i try to i try to mimic it it's hard to tell sometimes what you're supposed to do if you're supposed to just sing in your voice which is what i do because i don't know I just always sing in my own voice. I just scream in my yeah. own scream. It doesn't matter. There's no rules. I'm just a mimic. True. Yeah. There are no rules. I will <laughs> that. But so apparently from what I heard, um, he's like really fucking stoned and really fucked up all the time and just watches OAN and has been going on like COVID rants and shit, like after dystopia plays. Okay. He, uh, it was really weird because he was singing this song called Dystopia and American flags are burning in the background and he's like shredding on the fucking guitar. And it's so weird that he thinks it's because we're like getting away from Christianity and like family shit. And like, I, I want American flags to burn. I guess I'm the one burning them. And, and he's the one like raging on in the dark with his flying V guitar. Yeah, you and him are, are you know, it's, it's the reaching across the aisle sort of thing where you guys are reaching across the aisle, but for shredding. You're yes, just like, yeah. guy just can shred, you know? 
and he's like this guy will pay money to see me in concert so yeah the shredding ruled and it was so good because the voice and like he didn't he was so incoherent but then he would just hit the fucking solos like it was 1995 like it was sick did you see them at the same place we saw willie nelson uh, it was in the smaller venue that's across the the pavilion. There's two venues right next to each other. The Riverwalk Amphitheater is the gigantic one, and then there's a PNC Pavilion that's like a smaller, more like the size of the Date Dayton Rose Center. I wonder if they just have a bad sound guy because we saw Willie Nelson there and he sounded bad too. That's and, true. Uh, his guitar was just it sounded horrible. It seemed like it was sound guy more than it was willie i think it's i think it's just a matter of being over 60 years old and that you can't do it forever (laughs) and it's just not gonna happen you need to adjust figure something else out you know uh work around it or just ignore it because everybody will go along remember when the the last border crisis with with trump when they with all the people in cages down there and then there was that meme about everybody storms area 51 all at once you know and it just felt like a funny way to avoid the fact that we could have just stormed all of those borders and solved this problem immediately. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's just some, some, the thing that goes viral is the thing that's like cutesy uh, because we just want to see cutesy stuff or stuff that can't get in our sphere. Right. Uh, you know, Gabby Petito can't get killed in my sphere because I don't know her. So like, it's much easier to focus on if I, you know, if I, if I think I'm some person that's like really into murder, it's much easier to focus on some person that I don't know, uh, um, because I want to focus on murder, I guess. Yeah. Uh, You know, not everybody knows somebody that was murdered, which should tell you how the instances of murder, like you know, some people will live their whole life without ever having anybody they know murdered. Sure. So, some people. I mean, I guess I know a couple people, but it was a long time ago, and I just forgot about it. Uh, I got this piece. It's by Johnny Diaz, and uh, I really liked it, except for there's parts I don't like. So for at least three years, Lorianne Talens worked at her home computer, mixing, matching, and perfecting an art that prosecutors say became one of the largest fraud schemes of its kind ever, worth $31 million to its victims. When federal agents raided her home in Virginia Beach, they found evidence everywhere. Prosecutors said nearly $1 million in counterfeit coupons around the house and more than 13,000 designs on her computer. The material for Frankenstein, quote, coupons that scammed people around the country. Now, when they say people, they mean large retailers. Yeah. <laughs> Victim, they, they also just mean like large retailers, which I, I don't know. I, I don't think you have to call them people and victims. They're just businesses but they they actually go on to explain how it affects us as people which they love to do yeah i would say uh those it's only like because legally on their taxes corporations are people that's the only reason they can they're able to get away with that um they tricked a, a machine uh 
a company a company decided to hire robots to scan shit in and do coupons and uh failed them doing business this is fucking illegal like how the government can come after you for this they should have to like i i don't think it's fair you should be allowed to make your own coupons what the hell you know it's an inter enterprising uh family here miss talents 41 it's, 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 oh go ahead i would say especially paper coupons yeah i mean it, f- pay, funny money is like that's fair game if you can I, get it if you can get it across if it's not like hacking into someone's bank account if it's just you know printing out a coupon that maybe isn't isn't right or, or putting a barcode from another one on another one it's fair game because who has the time to do that and and who really is going to do that? Nobody wants to do that. That's that is a, a good point. It's like, hey, if this person can do it, it it's not counterfeiting money. We all know that counterfeiting money is against the law. I mean, well, the, you can think about it is is that like, well, the government makes the money, so the government could make it against the law. I guess that's that's the best like grasp i have on no. reason why you could let that slide but i don't know why it's against the law to print coupons well if you look at the bottom of every co- coupon it usually says this has a u.s dollar value of like 0.001 yeah well listen to her that's sound. a trick that's like the devil's trick though like that's how they get you like now you're doing counterfeit money even if you're just counterfeiting like one hundredths of pennies true I guess that is counterfeiting. Miss Talons, 41, was sentenced to 12 years in prison on Tuesday for, oper- for wa- operating what prosecutors called one of the largest coupon fraud schemes in U.S. history, saying it costs retailers and manufacturers more than $31 million. Mm. Awesome. I don't even believe that. This is a and this is a high level brain you're dealing with here. You do, cannot put it in a cage. This person is incredibly smart. This person did something that we would all do if we knew how to fucking do it. Also, twelve years, man, twelve fucking years for something like this. Your forties are gone, but you made thirty-one mil on coupons. Yeah, this is just such a goofy fucking crime. I I don't. I don't know how somebody, I mean, that is how in the pocket of, of like these Walmart and target and places like that. These, this government is that they would give somebody 12 years for this. That's a crazy amount of time. Um, I wasn't surprised to hear it. I was very surprised. I thought, you know, two years maybe, and which is still too long in my opinion but 12 is just but brian brian she heard our friend target target you love target you know you share memes about it all the fucking time on your pinterest and your instagram you know she went after she went after our favorite retailers she 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 messed with uh with the frito-lay corporation you know we don't we don't want frito-lays to go down we don't want people stealing from frito-lay we want our frito-lays right I, I would like Frito-Lay to go out of business. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm evil. 
I want all of them to go out of fucking business. Yeah, actually, what I would do if it was my, if I was in charge is you would be able to print out a coupon for Frito Lay's and then you go trade it in for real Frito Lay's and there's no money involved. I mean, they also were saying that it costs $31 million, but you're right that if you look at the coupon, it says it's worth 0.001 cent. You can't have it both ways. It's either worth 0.001 cent or the face value. That $31 million is some real street, you know, street value shit, you know, the way they do with drugs. Oh, yeah. MSRP on the family size shit. Um, and, you know, it's also lawyers. They pay them lawyers thirty point nine million. Yo, for sure. For sure. Uh, from April 27 to May 2020, Miss Talons used the moniker Master Chef. She's badass. That's I know. <laughs> you know. To design, create and produce a vi- variety of counterfeit coupons in her home. Prosecutors said the fakes, they said, were extremely believable. These counterfeit coupons were virtually indistinguishable from authentic coupons and were often created with inflated values far in excess of what an authentic coupon would offer and (sighs) items from retail for free or for at a greatly reduced price. Joseph Elkoski, a U.S. attorney, wrote in court documents. How do you do that? Like you, she reverse engineered it because you'd have, how would you have to come up with your own UPC code? That's what wondering myself you scan the code and then they punch in the amount and you just change it to say like four dollars off like a, a fucking butter you know and they're like oh the butter's only 349 anyway so it's free yeah my rudimentary way of thinking of it like this is just what i think is that maybe when you scan them the barcode doesn't work yeah, so the employee then has to type it in, and that's how you get it for that rate. There's no way she's making barcodes, but I mean, it's also possible that she's making barcodes. I wouldn't it, know how. I did some coup. I did some minor coupon scamming, um, where uh, on the Ibotta app, um, it would ask. I found a receipt. I would like collect receipts in the parking lot. And then if there was an item that was on sale, um, I would go online to a universal UPC code database. And then I would, I would take a picture of the receipt and then I would look up like a Diet Coke UPC code. And then when the Ibotta coupon app asked me to verify that I purchased the Coke by scanning the UPC, I would just go online and scan the UPC. Okay. Well, but, maybe that's how you get the UPC then. Printing your own, though, is like, yeah, definitely there's a database for the UPCs. They, they can get whatever they want in that, that regard. Um, but printing your own is, is the way to go. I've, I've, like, I've triple dipped on coupons. Like I've done an Ibotta and I've done a paper with it. And then I've also done like a digital online thing. Um, but I never got to print your own. Uh, and I mean, 31 million is just, you got to stop at maybe like 900,000. I don't think they thought they made 31 million though. Probably you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. They're saying that's what it costs the retailers. Right. Okay. And manufacturers, they're not saying what these people made. They probably didn't yeah. get anywhere near that. Uh yeah, it was probably a bale of corn that, that she yeah. got for free. 
Yeah, missed talents then use social media sites and messaging apps such as Facebook and Telegram to find groups of coupon enthusiasts and sell them counterfeits. The acting U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia said on Tuesday, using the U.S. Postal Service and other commercial parcel delivery service, Miss Talent shipped the coupons throughout the country, according to court documents. Prosecutors said that she accepted payment for the coupons using online payment methods that included Bitcoin and PayPal. Um, Talent's profited from the operation and helped by shipping packages of coupons and performing other administrative tasks at the direction of his wife, according to prosecutors. So her husband, you know, her husband sold her out and made her the big boss. He, He made her the master chef. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have seen these websites before where you can buy coupons. You can buy paper coupons. Um, this is a I mean, this is a sound idea. I think if you keep it on the low, low, you know, I mean, this this person's in trouble for being too entrepreneurial and in, in America, you know, it's like you can never fucking win with these people. Like they don't want you to make any goddamn money unless they they get to skim it. Exactly. Exactly. There's so there's a movie coming out about somebody who counterfeited cube ran a ring like that, and this is the next uh, uh, line here. Despite Hollywood's recent portrayal of coupon fraud as a comedy or simply bending the rules, it's a serious matter," uh, said the Center for um, what is this place called? I'm sorry, uh, uh, I don't have the Center the for Coupon Research. Yeah, yeah. Investigate. Yeah, they didn't say what the center is called. Oh, Coupon Information Center, mm. nonprofit that works against fraud, which 100% is, you know, put in business by these companies. Um, they're mad because they made a movie. <laughs> about, <laughs> yeah, like, this isn't fun, like in the fucking movies where you're counterfeiting cre- uh, coupons. It's, this uh, isn't this isn't card counting. We're not scamming people by 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 making Doritos for ten cents and selling them for three dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So you know, to the uh, to to these people, the Talons, uh, you know, solidarity with you. Yeah, you know, get you out of prison when it uh, when we when we overthrow this whole government and stuff. I think. Yeah, so you're probably gonna do that all twelve then. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm, but I'm coming for you to help you. If Maybe comes down, I'm helping you. Good behavior. If we can put money on their books, I'd like to know. Um, that fucking sucks. That sucks. Because that's just something. That's like, it's not fair. Because there's like we play around. Like sometimes, like you find something, you're like, I can't believe this is working, and then it goes out of hand. There's like no, there's no understanding there. You know, it's like. What if you could print coupons and then sell them for fucking money? How would you resist? Man, they probably didn't. They they probably made like a maybe a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, it's not. They didn't make thirty one dollars. No. They made like the smallest fucking amount of money. No, yeah, the thirty one million is the amount of coupons that they fucking sold, and how many of those fucking people just bought them and let them rot too? Didn't even use them. Exactly. It's all it's all speculation. Yeah, they should have to prove they were used to to throw them on the thirty one million pile. Uh, so yeah, God, I hate this fucking government. 
Uh, so speaking of the government, uh, we had a caller this week who hipped us to a guy that we said we would play on Street Fight. Uh, his name is Police Ice. Love him. I have not listened to him yet, but uh, we're going to play some of his tunes and, uh, you know, let's see how he sounds. You know, let's let's see what he does. Yes to so this song is called Yes to Your Future. Oh, God, I can. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> when was this going down? 2010 is when this video was posted. Okay, that sounded like the hottest shit coming out of 1989. I would say, yeah, 1989 or so, something like that. Uh, it was maybe even younger than that. You know what it sounds like? Gangsta's Paradise. It's got a Gangsta's Paradise vibe. I think so. Yeah, here we go. I'm a down-to-earth hero and a lawman on a mission. Got a street smart education. I'm going to spread the vision. Oh, no. He's got a street smart education? He does. He's a... uh, uh, I'll go back a second because I thought the first lyrics were very funny, actually. We'll just start all over. There he goes. This is going to be great. I'm a down-to-earth hero and a lawman on a mission. Got a street smart education. I'm going to spit the vision. This guy last heard rap. (laughs) Yeah, I'm... I think the last time because he he probably last heard rap right when fuck the police came out he was like i can't listen to this music anymore this is yeah. terrible yeah he maybe breaking two or something maybe he was like living in that period after breaking two but yeah as soon as nwa came out he had to have been like oh no we've lost it this is supposed to be uplifting this is supposed to be a community community revolution in progress that's the crip i'm talking about let's <laughs> uh hear more i, I there's got to be some more funny lines right open up the pa because i'm qualified to say see my share of sorrow death and sacrifice let me add a touch of flavor as i hit you with the truth then you'll hear the forward one from police ice uh, yeah. not a, i mean not a touch of flavor all the flavor you got i mean this is the only fucking what are you gonna do why are you holding back why are you holding back flavor we're missing it <laughs> this is crazy. This fucking sounds exactly like rap music a cop would make. Like, this doesn't even, this is 100%. Like, if if you were hanging out, like, it's for, so now I have this, like, scenario playing in my head. Where, where a bunch of dudes are hanging out on a street corner, like just <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, they've got like, um, they've got vests on with t shirts underneath. Yeah. And then a guy shows up with like, uh, uh, the bad, um, with, sh- with like combat boots with the, uh, price tag still on the bottom of them. And he's just like, I brought some rap music for us and just starts playing this. <laughs> this typically made so undercover cops could play it to look cool yeah this was just something for them to nod their head to 
I really don't understand the name. What does police ice fucking mean? Like I think Paul did explain it. Oh, I wasn't listening. It's a takeoff on vanilla ice. Oh, which is <laughs> so it doesn't work for me at all. I mean, it, it would be that name would be first. It like, that's like the first name you think of. And yeah. then have to move on after that to five names later is the one you should pick this is so far down the list of names that five names later should have been what you pick i guess vanilla ice is the same means like i guess i don't know the same thing as the police maybe <laughs> like I, vanilla ice is um a type of ice so he's thinking of keeping it cold right keeping it chill but he's doing the police version of, but, of I mean, keeping of being icy, vanilla's for white, right? And then right. I for cool. He's like cool white kid. That's okay. Doing, yes. Right? Yep. Uh, police ice is just a cop who's cool, I guess. <laughs> yes, a cop who's cool, but ha- and has some flavor. He is a white dude too. Uh, his real name is Gil. Gil. <sighs> What? One more time? Gil? Buddy. Uh, (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) It's a guy named Gil. Is police. (laughs) What are you doing? I mean, make he's really overcompensating. It's you can make it your own thing. You don't have to feel bad about having that name. No, you can. Well, you can't. I guess he could come out and be like, I'm Gil Buddy, the rapping cop. That's, I mean, that's really the character he's doing is rapping cop. He's like rapping granny, but a cop instead. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, I guess that's called police ice these days. Back, back in the day, that was called some police ice. I'm about to kick this police ice to all y'all. We keep it chilly chill. I mean, I can get in his head for sure is like this guy is just like, First of all, he's getting paid for this. Obviously, it's right. not police salary. He's getting something on top of that. He's a go-getter. Yeah, and he's like the yeah. cops got a budget to pay somebody to go do the fucking worm in front of disadvantaged children, and he's gonna get that brass ring. Yes, yes. <laughs> he said, "I'm a humble guy." Like he's he's rapping about being a humble guy. Sure. Sure you are. There's street gang hype is nothing but a big joke. You gotta walk the line to get off in one. To prove yourself, they stomp your butt and front you on a friendship. That's just what they do to have fun. Wait, holding on. Bring that screw that back. What was that? Fronting on a friendship? They 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 make you walk the line just to front you on a friendship. I don't think he used front and right. Yeah, what kind of a slang is? I mean, okay, so they they weren't your real friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. A big joke. You gotta walk the line to get off in one. To prove yourself, they stomp your butt and front you on a friendship. That's just what they do to have fun. To get you back, they beat your butt and front you on a friendship. That is what they do to have fun. So you're gonna get jumped into a gang. And then it's fun. And then that's because, and that's the, their, their despicable behavior. 
they're fronting on a friendship. They just wanted to beat you up. They didn't want to have somebody that would take a bullet for them. The last time a rapper used the word butt to, to instead of ass had to be 1986. Doing the butt was the, the, the last time after that. I mean, once doing the butt was around, like there was no reason to do anything else. Experience Unlimited got that shit down for sure. So we were done after that. 88. Ass. Okay, here's, here's more. Ass, oh. booty, cake, all that stuff. But the butt? Mm. I mean, okay. Yes to Your Future is really great. His other song is called Homeboy Who Became a Cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, please. Yep. I want to know. I want to know what his origin is. I want to, I, I really want to believe that he had an opportunity. Um, like, you know, the Steve Harvey story. No, Steve Harvey always tells this story about how like him and his guys were going to go rob a bank. And then like some of the guys were like, no, you're too good for this. And they left him behind. And then they all went to jail forever after the heist. You know, <laughs> like every fucking every every rich ass, you know, celebrity person has a story like makes up something like that. Uh, so this is on a much smaller scale. I'm hoping the hashtag for police ice homeboy who became a cop is uh, hashtag like the police. <sighs> Somehow worse than the name police ice. Because it's just like, please, is somebody saying, please like me? Yeah. Please like me. (laughs) Hey, come on now. You know, you know, you want to say, hey, you want to say, oh, police ice is in the studio. (laughs) You know, you love this police ice shit. Don't be afraid anymore. Everybody's telling you it's whack. All of rap is telling you that I'm, I'm killing them and I'm causing problems for them. That's whack. Don't, don't let them front on your friendship. The front on your friendship is like the wrong words. I'm, I'm going to like sag my pants. The next party we go to with some strangers at it, I'm going to come up to you with my pants sagged and say, yo, you've been fronting on my friendship, bro. And then shove you. People will be like, I've never heard front. <laughs> like, is that bad? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. You're fronting. All right. Here we go. Homeboy who became a cop by police ice. On Street Fight Radio. Here are true, real cops, real cases, real criminals. Stories told by the cops who lived them and will remember them the rest of their lives. Wu-Tang. He did a Wu-Tang. He did. This is a powerhouse media production. Okay. So get ready. This sounds like it might be newer sounding. I mean, Wu-Tang is like late 90s. So maybe yeah, pretty, pretty uh, new 22 years ago is pretty new. Still technically an antique, but for police dice became a cop homeboy. Open game. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. Now you're about to see me flow. You're about to see my show. So here no. I go. Oh, no. no. I was a this this was posted in 2015, by the way. You uh, so you can't do that. We knew that by 2015. Everybody knew that you can't just say to everybody, "Here we go now. I'm about to flow now." Like, <laughs> jump in it. You're supposed to just say "yeah, yeah" and then say something crazy. Yeah, but he's he's letting you know he's going. Here hey. I go. Here I go now. Hey, hey. 
make some room. Give me some room. I'm about to flow now. I'm about to go now. I swear it's about to happen. Here it comes. But I didn't know it. Now I gotta show it. So watch me flow it one time. I'm Police Ice from Austin, Texas. So yeah, I'm a homeboy who became a cop. <laughs> it's really poorly like wrapped and you know, it, like to me, it bothers me because it's like I'm a homeboy who became a cop. That's a fucking mouthful, dude. That is like a, a that's a mouthful. I think uh, I very hard to say. Not like a really good hook. I mean, I have not met a homeboy in a very, very nobody has introduced themselves as a homeboy since I was in like uh, elementary school. I don't I mean, think. Was ever a homeboy anyway. I don't think he was ever a homeboy. Homeboy of a boy who became a cop. Yeah, you sound like it. You really do sound just like one. Yeah, well, it's, you're so authentic. Now that you pointed out, now that you told me you're about to rap, I guess I'm supposed to believe you that you're actually rapping now. And now that you've told me you're a homeboy, I guess I'm supposed to actually believe you did gang activity or something. Or just. A homeboy. I think he's like, I used to hang out with some pretty shady characters. Yeah. But I became a cop. In sixth grade, uh, I was at the baseball diamonds when someone brought out a black and mile, you know, like I fucked around, you know, I really did that shit. All right. Let's see here. I'm a homeboy who became a cop. Yeah. Right on top. Top cops that is on TV. You should have seen me. I did pretty good. For a boy from the hood, oh yeah. Boy from the hood, oh yeah. Started long ago in the neighborhood when I was a young man. I had to snap and come up with my own plan. Gangs and drugs all around to keep myself on the shelf. I had to come up with my own sound. And it oh, oh. <sighs> if this is your own sound, that's bad. That's actually sucks. That this is your and that you actually think you also came up with your own sound too. <laughs> He has a real um, case of the uh, talking about it, not being about it, because, <laughs> yeah, I don't just because you say that you're lying. We know you're lying. You're actually covering up because you've copied every popular rap song that was released from 1980 to 1995. Exactly. Yes. It's big and fat because I like it like that. Don't you see? Skills make meals and I will. Skills make meals and I will. Keep your eyes on me, the ICE. Here is why I don't lie. I'm going nationwide on the upside, nationwide on the inside. As a matter of fact, I keep it like that. I got props. Oh, yeah. I'm bilingual. I'm not single. I <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no, this bilingual I'm not single is the coolest way ever to say you're married. You're really into your wife. And what once people know you you've heard some kitchen Spanish before, though, they're gonna be all over you. He's like, uh, hey, uh, I mentioned my wife in this song. You know, you gotta get married, you gotta settle down with with one, you gotta be a one-woman guy, okay? If you want to be a homeboy. Who became a cop? All right. I'm here. successful. It's not stressful. <laughs> but oh say so so cat goiter in the in the chat it poses the, the ultimate question. Why do cops have to ruin everything? Just get a boat, asshole. 
And this is really like, you could turn your back on all of us and think that you're just like a white knight that is saving people from the hood. You could just believe that you are the rose that grew from the concrete. You could completely misconstrue that message and do that. But you insist, insist on coming back and saying like, I'm so, I'm real deal Holyfield, you know? I got it going on like Donkey Kong, you know? I made up my own slang <laughs> that you've heard for the last 20 years. It's one of the worst rappers I've ever heard. There's a there's another guy. There's a guy I hate the most. He's in Columbus. I'd love to throw a pie at his fucking face. His name is Oh No, It's the Popo. Uh, Officer Anthony Johnson. Piece of shit that punched a guy in the fucking face unprovoked on camera a couple years ago. Um, but he just goes down to the basketball courts and does the fucking Dougie and, uh, and takes videos with kids on bikes and stuff and thinks that he's just like, he's got like a, a fucking hood pass or something like he, he the cops, you know, they loved the, they love to see it when he's coming. He's, he's the new version of this. He's like the Instagram influencer version. Well, police ice did have a video of him. Uh, shaking a black guy's hand during this video so he 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 shakes black guy's hands i guess no yeah they're like look at this i'll take a picture i yeah. keep it real deal let's I'm a, I'm a, i was you know i used to be a homeboy before i was a cop can you believe that jeez can you believe that this is the worst rap i've ever heard i got a wife and a family and they my back i take no slack i take no prisoners because i'm not you literally take prisoners. You're a cop. That's like the job of a cop is to take prisoners. <laughs> well, actually, I think he's what he's admitting to is that he just kills every suspect instead of taking prisoners. That's a good point. That is a good point. Cops should take, I mean, at the least, like, don't kill every, don't take no prisoners. Like, I mean, keep it, keep it, keep it a hundred percent prisoner status. I don't want you shooting people, homeboy boy who became a cop i'm a home i'm a homeboy who became a cop <laughs> insane in the membrane mm. in the brain. oh no not me not the ice i'm quite sane thank you very much gracias escuchar esto y canto puro tejano aquí con mis vecinos gritando sonrisas sonrisas aquí conmigo no hay pleito aquí no trouble no trouble when I'm rocking the mic. You gotta smile every once in a while just to take things light. <laughs> okay. You okay. Just, sometimes you just gotta fucking smile, dude. Just you gotta. This is this is the most corny guy that's ever rapped. It's or lip, really. This Beto O'Rourke shit, like just assaulting you with Spanish. And like Pete Buttigieg, just like assaulting you with Spanish, like out of nowhere. George W. Bush has all of his songs faved on Spotify. That's this is like what he listens to, I think. Yeah. There's still more. Okay, let's go. From the ICE, two houses fell on this vato. Two houses fell on this vato. Two houses fell on this vato. And the vato said, Get off me, Holmes. <laughs> that was okay. terrible. That wasn't good. <laughs> to, what houses? What houses was he referring to? No, he, he said, I'm going to tell you a joke. 
And then he said two houses fell on this Vado. And then the Vato said, get off me, Holmes. Like, as in Holmes. Oh, yeah, I get it now. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's... um. Became a cop and a comedian. <laughs> this guy thinks he can just do everything, man. He's got wild style, man. He keeps he kicks it keeps it real. <laughs> here, here we go. <sighs> the punchline, and you'll see the ICE, and that's what they call me. Oh yeah, that's what they call me. Oh yeah, homeboy who became a cop. I'm a homeboy who became a cop. I'm a homeboy who became a cop, and I'm standing here right on top in DC with the president. You should have seen me. I did pretty good for a boy from the hood. Oh yeah, for a boy from the hood. Oh yeah. So when he said he met the president, people might be like, "Oh, you know, Barack Obama." He he met Barack Obama. No, he met Bill Clinton. It was a picture of him with Bill Clinton. And uh, he said he met him, but he was shaking his hand on a stage, <laughs> which is not the same as meeting somebody. I would never say I met somebody that I only met, talked to on stage in front of an audience. <laughs> I would love, I want to hear that. Like, uh, I want to hear Bill Clinton, like introduce him as like a homeboy that, that became a cop. Yeah, we got a homeboy who, be, who he became a cop. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we got a very special guest. It's a homeboy that became a cop. (laughs) I'm a hero, not a big zero. I don't spend my life in the bottle. Don't do drugs. Oh, no. We need more young people giving each other the big fat hugs. Yeah. Ew. (laughs) He doesn't do drugs. We need more young people giving each other fat hugs. Okay. He said he meant P-H-A-T, though. Yeah, maybe. That's what they call me. Oh, yeah, that's what they call me. Homeboy who became a cop. I'm a homeboy who became a cop. Well, that's my story about my glory. Yeah, you just gotta know from nothing to somebody. Now I got my own show. You can be like me if you want to. Be like me if you want to. Right to the top, cream of the crop. Homeboy who became a cop. Bad boy, bad boy, what you gonna do? It's up to you. This guy has so much courage. And I just can't believe he would do this. I can't believe that someone feels good enough to to do this and be confident and release it. Yeah. I mean, I would. He stands on stage probably in front of school children. It's not like this is, you know, he's doing live shows. It's true be there after they graduate dare they get to let their hair down and see police ice that's Uh, true they should throw rocks at him for this just i mean it's fifth grade and under and fifth grade's really pushing it too with this guy but i know in fifth grade i saw the uh hot pursuit which is our version of this in columbus yes roll band that plays like oldies songs and uh they would play their their jams and you would go and it would be like the first time you ever saw live music because it was fifth grade and it would just be like this is the fucking coolest thing i've ever seen uh and then you see your first real concert and you're like that one was not good actually 
Yeah, they I mean they do. Um, it does sound like secular music, um, but it's not. You know, uh, this sounds like Christian music by a cop. Yeah, pretty much. He pretty didn't m- get there to mainstream secular music. He did not get there. I don't think. No, he didn't manage to put out um, um, anything that Gu- close to what Gucci Mane accomplished, which he used a lot of drugs and alcohol to get there. And, you know, I mean, I think if the cop would do some drugs, he might find that his job is not worth doing anymore. I think what pisses me off the most about this, other than it just being a cop, is that he did not. He freestyled this. This is a freestyle for sure. If he, no. I, no. No way it's a freestyle. It has to be, dude. He could not. He's, there's no way he's that fucking quick as a person, dog. <laughs> Even to come up with this boilerplate stuff, he put in a lot of mental energy. Yes, maybe. I don't know. This came off to me like a freestyle, but I mean, if he wrote this, it's it's the worst thing anybody's ever done, I think. In my mind, if he wrote this down, this is as bad as it gets. He read like, it off a printed piece of paper. He, he stood in the studio and looked at it while he held on to the the headphones for dear life with both fucking hands. No way. Uh, that just, he, I mean, he is a cop, so he would be that dumb. I uh, mean, this is just, I mean, this is really the way that these people belittle this kind of stuff is that they think that they can just write it on the back of a napkin. They think that you, that a rapping is literally saying, I'm about to flow now. I'm about to flow now. Oh, watch me go now. My name is cop now. My name is I-C-E-C-O-P. You know, they, they think that is fucking rap. They st- there's people that still believe that. That's what we go to when we go to like see Lil Uzi Vert. That's what he does. Just spell his fucking name all night. That is true that there are people that still believe that's what rap is. He like mastered the art form. Back in 1983, and all of the rap now is bad compared to that. For him. All right, that is Street Fight for the week. It's wrestling time. You got to see that wrestling match. Um, Good luck. Uh, It's a good one. I've already seen it. Uh, And we will be back on Sunday to take your calls, 9 p.m. to midnight uh, Eastern Standard Time. the number to dial will be announced then. I don't have it on me, but we've said it on the show before. You should write it down next time I say it, maybe. 614-655-3228, I believe. But mm. it doesn't matter. It'll be right there on the screen. I thought it was 8337. Oh, that might be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, it'll be on the screen if you turn on the stream. Hey, I just, I'm a homeboy who became a rapper. I'm like, I just did a little rap there. I'm a homeboy who became a podcaster. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, being homeboy back in the day, just like those were the days, you know, but it just doesn't lead anywhere. That's why you got to beat the police. Uh, It's unfortunate. Thank you, police eyes for sharing your vision of the future with us and your lifestyle. Um, It was truly hilarious and uh, embarrassing and i hope to revisit your music in the future that some people said there's some more stuff to look at dance don't fight this may be a good idea you know yeah we'll get i i have a few things we didn't get to 
But, uh, you know, we'll get to that stuff. Maybe next week we'll do more police rappers because I got I got some other stuff that aren't police ice. There's there's uh, every police department apparently has a department of culture and uh, yep. we'll be able to listen to police officer art for months to come. Yeah. Um, what's his minion death call did the uh, cop rap episode a while ago, too. And that one's really good about forensic. You should look it up. That's a it's crazy because he even listened to the show <laughs> and there's there's a they tried to follow up on it. So check that out. Uh, if you want to hear more cop rap, um, we are Street Fight Radio. Uh, we will see you on social media. We're Street Fight WCRS, wherever you're at. And if you want to listen to Shocktober, even the old ones, volume one, volume two, you can get it for $5 a month by heading over to patreon.com slash Street Fight Radio. Volume three will load right up into your feed uh, at the end of this month. So you can catch up over the coming weeks. Um, we Brian just wrapped up the MCU podcast with Superfast and uh, Bowsonk. So that's on the way. Um, and we appreciate all y'all that listen and support what we do. We're Street Fire Radio. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>